Guten Tag und willkommen zu die Nullpointers. We're your hosts, Gerald, Mark and Steven. And there is a new update for .NET MAUI out right now, Preview 6. So it's about time that we update you with the latest bits. Right, right. But as always, before we go into our main event, let's talk a little bit of news. And actually, we've not talked enough about the different Windows flavors. So let's talk a little bit about Windows. Is it 365? Did anyone catch the news? There's now Windows in the cloud, which is actually funny. And I don't know if this is perfectly true, um, but it, it. I think I kind of liked, scaved the development of that. Uh, because I've been working on on something similar, at least kind of like the similar concept with um, GitHub Codespaces. Uh, so there's a little fun behind the scenes look right here. Uh, but of course, this is this is goes way beyond that, and you can actually run the whole Windows stuff. Did did did, did any of you catch kind of like the details for this, or you're looking at me like? No, no, I, I actually, I actually call that news. I was just when you said Windows three six five, I was like Windows three eleven. Three eleven got an update. There's a new mm -hmm. flavor. So yeah, no, yeah, Windows in the cloud. Uh, the basic concept is you can rent your Windows uh, VM running on a computer in the cloud. It's uh, manageable by your IT. So if you are a huge uh, enterprise shop, or or maybe even just a small shop that. Uh, does not want to invest greatly into having computer infrastructure, but you want to have it hosted somewhere in the cloud, or you have a uh, limited uh, iPad experience and you want to opt in for a real dev machine while you're on vacation, uh, these options are now available to you. So you can have a, a true Windows PC in the cloud, uh, fully integrated in your environment. So I think it's interesting. Uh, I'm not the person that probably will get one of those anytime soon because I still like to carry around my hardware wherever I go because my, my back needs the exercise. I mean, you still need a machine to access it, so... But I could do like a, my iPad mini, you know, just, mm, just that's saying. True. That's true. Is this my new way of actually owning a, or, well, sort of owning a Windows machine to work on? Because... You mean like you mean like some people got a Mac in the cloud so that they had a Mac while they were working on a Windows machine. Now you got your... Windows in a cloud? I don't know. I mean, I I could use a, a Windows machine, but I just don't have one right well, now. Well, yeah, but so. technically, technically it is. So, like I said, I I kind of played with this. Um, I'm kind of assuming, looking looking from the outside, it seems like the thing that I've been investigating as well for. Uh, but you know, then kind of the solution would be very specific to. Uh, the code space scenario, so only running Visual Studio and only doing that. And now, you know, you can run basically every application on there. So that is even way more cooler. But yeah, Mark, like you say, and, and Stephen as well, like maybe this is your Windows in the cloud, um, which it literally is. Uh, but you can, they have native clients for iOS, for macOS. Um, I think macOS can even just connect with the regular remote desktop app. Um And you can just kind of like parallels. What what is it called? Is, is that yeah. VMware? No. Oh, yeah, it's actually it's called parallels. parallels right? Yeah. Um, so uh, you could open this one window that's actually running on your VM. I think that's kind of an option as well. Um, mm. Or maybe you can even run it like inside of your browser. So there's many options. 
uh, depending on the hardware that you're actually carrying around with you. Um, so this is, you know, this is pretty, pretty exciting technology. So one scenario where you might actually need like a Mac and a Windows machine is whenever you're building cross-platform apps. And maybe you should be doing that with .NET MAUI. And .NET MAUI might just have a new Preview 6 version out that we might just talk about on this episode. So, Mark, what's going on? .NET MAUI, what are we even talking about? What is this thing? What is this MAUI thing? Well, if you haven't catch our latest our last episode of Maui, which we did quite some time ago. Maui is the next incarnation, the evolution of Xamarin, Xamarin Forms. So it's the way how you can write your mobile apps and desktop apps using C sharp uh, or any .NET language, I think, will be supported that runs on the runtime. And Maui Update 6 uh, just has been released and it's come with a few goodies in it. So there have been a, f- a few additional features being added. So the team is right now migrating a lot of stuff from Zarin Forms over to Maui. They have made some conceptual changes, how things are built up. They have learned a few things along the way. Zarin Forms has been around for quite a few years. And with Maui, we should see some performance improvements, uh, some general improvements in developer productivity, and also some fun new bits uh, is, is what I take. So Stephen, I mean, we have some really cool UI stuff coming along with this latest preview. And since you are our UI specialist, I thought I'd ask you, which one did you like the most? Yeah, so I think one of the things that I really liked is the ability to clip stuff right now. So before, if you wanted to to clip an image, I think the, the community toolkit actually has an avatar view that allows you to make a nice rounded profile picture, for example. Um, I also did some sort of similar work in Pancake View due to the rounded corners and all that magic. Um, But all of that is now kind of built in where you can just specify some piece of geometry using the Shapes API that has been around since 4. something, I believe. Um, But yeah, you, you could make all kinds of crazy shapes with that. And you can use those shapes now as sort of a clipping mask for images, for example, which would allow you to make those those fancy little circular profile picture type things or triangular if you want to be like a, a trendsetter of some sorts. So that's... <laughs> remember uh, remember when profile pictures were square and boring. Um, or round and boring. Yeah. <laughs> or round. <laughs> they need to uh, be triangular. Examagons just to keep the spirit alive. Um, yeah, that definitely, I think it, it was in preview, the specific feature in preview, kind of like on four, four something. And then they, they kept it for Xamarin Forms 5. So now it's in there. Uh, but yeah, so that is that is pretty cool. Um, so I, I, of course, I need to do a little plug. I already did a video on Preview 6 and all that is new. And I think I ended there. I'm not sure if uh, the team is going to be very happy with that. I ended there with like, this is a very boring update, um, which is actually a good thing because, you know, it's all still just, um, it's, it's taking more and more shape. So you can see the true potential of .NET MAUI, but you can also see that it's just the same XAML, the same C-sharp code, mostly, that you built your pages with, that you built your logic with. Um, so it's the exact same thing that we've been working with, but now shinier and better and newer. Um, but, you know, you don't have to learn that much new stuff to actually get started on .NET MAUI. So 
that's why I said like it's a kind of a boring update because we're getting all the features that we've seen before, uh, but now they perform better and um, it's it's well the same thing to use. It's structured a little bit better. The architecture is better, so um, everything is basically better. But it's still the things that we could already do. And whenever we've established that baseline again in November um, of this year, then from there we are going to build it out to. Um, you know, all kinds of fancy new stuff and take it to the next level. So that is kind of like what was added. Um, Mark, I see you have done this part of the show notes today. I see you mentioned native notifications. I don't know. I've I've missed that part, I think. Before we get to native notifications, I just think the one guy's boring is the other person's excitement. Because, I mean, with the clipping feature, what I really like is, I mean, you... At a perfect example, take an image, make it round, make it a Xamagon. But what I really like about most of the features that are coming that are this UI-driven, you can attach them to every uh, control literally out there, or even you can attach them to layouts. So you could have a round stack list view thing. Probably doesn't make sense, but I mean, if you got to watch, maybe that would be cool. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, but I think that's pretty cool, uh, pretty wild. Coming back to the native alerts, uh, yes, these are the pop-ups that you might know and love. I don't know if you love the pop-ups, uh, the native ones. So whenever you have an alert message, are you sure you want to delete this? Are you really sure you want to delete this? Are you really sure you don't want to allow us tracking you for the rest of your life? Then you will have a pop-up dialog and these are now built into the framework. I remember this was, I think, already a feature in Xamarin Forms uh, in some cases, but it's now back in Maui and quite simple to use it's a one-liner so it's right uh, so i thought i see notifications and i immediately go to like the 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 round badges and all the uh, uh nightmares that i have from implementing push notifications and that kind of stuff but you mean like the the pop-ups and the action sheets uh the, i'm saying pop-ups but i mean the the, the alert dialogue basically um and the, the the action sheets and that kind of stuff yeah again i think like uh, which I don't mean anything bad by, but you're talking about it like it's something new. But again, this is stuff that's already in there uh, because I think the kind of like the, the, the thing is that they're not adding anything new at this point. Um, it's basically just rebuilding what is already there. So maybe it's just a good refresher uh, for everyone. Like, hey, this awesome stuff is already in Xamarin Forms and now um, it's also in .NET MAUI and you get to play with it. So that's really cool. Um, I think another area where they're doing really great stuff right now is like in the single project. So that is, um, you know, for the people who, again, maybe a little bit of behind the scene look here, um, because, you know, some people came up to me and were like, oh, is this all going to be done in time? Um, but you have to realize that this is different previews that kind of go alongside of each other. So you have Visual Studio Preview, which is a completely separate team. Actually, you know, it's a pretty big team with all kinds of sub teams. Then you have like the single project stuff, which is like more the Xamarin tooling, uh, which is also another team. And then you have .NET MAUI, which is another team again. So it's all kind of different products, different uh, previews. So yeah, that's why they don't really align. Um, it's not perfectly timed because, you know, your software developers probably, um, you know how that goes. We can't look into the future. So um, yeah, it's it's not going to be perfectly aligned. But single project is one of those things that kind of goes together with Dot and Maui. Um, and now they've taken the next step, I think, um, Stephen, do you know what I'm talking about? Like they had these separate folders first. And now I think they they push that back for another kind of level. 
So you you mentioned WinUI, Gerald. Is is that still in its own little bubble in my project? Is that not in the platforms folder? Yes, yeah. So that is kind of still the odd one out. Uh, there is the, the but which has always been the case for UWP, right? Yeah. So WinUI three is still its own separate project. Uh, but that is at least the plan. Again, that's a separate uh, team. So see, there you go. Um, Yet another team. Yet another team. Uh, so that is going to move into like the the other project as well. Uh, and what they did now for the other single project thing is like before that you would have like in the project root you would have folders for iOS, Android, um, uh, maybe your other thing. What do you have? More, basically every every target that still needs because you still need that info p list. You still need that main activity to bootstrap kind of like your uh, Android or iOS application. Uh, but now they move that into a little uh, folder called platforms, uh, which is then if you've seen some mocked up screenshots from earlier that maybe David uh, Ortnow has shown in presentations, um, it's going to you know have that little node. Again, that's where the tooling needs to catch up, uh, which will have a nice icon. And when you open that, you will see an Android and an Apple icon. Um, and then when you right-click that, you can add iOS or Android-specific stuff. That's basically where this is going, and the WinUI stuff is going to be um, absorbed into that as well, but we're not there yet. Um, actually, we already lost one project because the WinUI um, actually added two projects at, at some point. Uh, so we already uh, got rid of one other project. But uh, yeah, that, that should be one project in the end, and just by selecting kind of like the target that you actually want to run, um, it's going to sort out all the bits that it needs to compile and um, in order to actually run the application. Um, now, I think something also changed in like the, the workloads, as they call it now, for the Visual Studio installation. Um, so you have the ASP.NET workload or the, 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 the desktop development workload, and now you also have the kind of probably mobile app workload or something like that? I think it's got the Maui workload. As far as I understand, they actually even split that one up. So you can install your workload. Uh, if you know the Visual Studio installer from these days, you can install different packages. I imagine at some point this will be uh, some kind of selection thing that you can do there. And what you can now also do is you can have Maui mobile. So then it will only install the workloads or the packages that are necessary when you do mobile development. And you can also opt in to only install Maui desktop, so then you will get the Mac OS, the Windows, uh, all the tooling there to get developing there. You can also always opt into the Maui workload, and then you will just get all the tools, all the fun bits, and you can be playing around with those. Uh, I think I really like how they how they split this up, because uh, I remember back in the early days of Xamarin, this installing a workload was, uh, yeah, was still very far away. You had to really understand what you needed to install and having compatible runtimes installed and compatible SDKs and all the stuff. So this is something really nice that has been going on for quite some time. Uh, also under Xamarin, there have been a lot of improvements there and it's really nice to see how this goes further along. Well, these workloads, I think they're really interesting. I think we start to get to the point where we might ask ourselves, well, how, how do we get started? How can we can we play around with the bits? Are, are they ready to go? Are they ready to shine? Can I just grab them, install them? I uh, I typically fun? just open up a console and do the Maui check, and I just hope and pray that it installs everything I need, and nothing needs to be done <laughs> by me except confirming some dialogues, perhaps. Um, so far, that has been my experience. So that's that's 
it's been a, a nice ride with the the Maui check tool. Um, so I'm I must openly admit that I haven't looked at a lot of Maui bits yet. I've I've done a few installs of the whole Maui check and a few file new projects, but not a lot of in depth. Let me go grab this app and see how far I can convert it already. Um, that is something for a different day at a different time. But I think starting with the Maui check, that's that's definitely your first place to to go, as far as I'm concerned, to see if everything on your machine is ready to go. And from there on, it's a matter of booting up your Visual Studio and choosing some templates, as far as I know. Yeah, so that's kind of the interesting thing, right? Like the Maui check uh, with with like the workload install, uh, which is also now in in like the the CLI. Um, as you know, basically everything that you do within Visual Studio is, is CLI powered, or at least has also a CLI way of doing things. So you can also now do .NET install workload Maui, I think something like that. Um, and you know, it kind of does the same thing, of course, as the Maui check. So the Maui check is probably going to go away at some point, but for now, they said in like the um, blog post that we will link in the show notes uh, that the Maui check will be supported probably at least until uh, .NET Maui will be generally available by November, uh, which is a great tool. We'll link also that in the repository that you can use to check all the prerequisites that you need to have in your machine to actually run .NET MAUI and it will install all the bits for you automatically. Super handy, super awesome. Um, but yeah, if you do that right now, actually on a Mac, um, so again, I'm gonna, gonna kind of circle back to all the preview bits. Um, playing with .NET MAUI right now is also kind of a hard thing to do, if I'm being honest. Because <laughs> you have Visual Studio for Mac, where they're, that's again, a separate team. Those, they are rewriting yep. um, um, the whole thing, basically, also, um, or at least making big changes. Um, and there's no support for the .NET MAUI bits there. Um, for iOS right now, you will need uh, Xcode 13. So, you know, you might not want to mess with like your um, uh, daily development machine if you're still devel actively developing iOS applications right now. So, you know, that might be a risk factor too. Um, but other than that, you still need to CLI to actually build your MAUI project um, and and get it to run on a simulator. You have to find out a GUID from the simulator that you want to run it on. So it's not a great experience. Um, you can go the route of Visual Studio Code, which then, you know, again, you have to do a lot of things through the CLI. The IntelliSense is not really helping you. Um, so that's not really great as well. Actually, the best experience right now is on Windows uh, with Visual Studio 2022 running. A, it, I would say for Preview 5, it would be running the WinUI application. But for now, I'm going to say Windows running um, the Android app uh, because I tried to run the um, WinUI, the UWP app, and I was presented in Preview 6 with a blank screen. So if you're trying this out and you're getting a blank screen on WinUI, it's not your fault. Um, actually, so, you know, uh, just to be really clear, I'm talking about the uh, Weather 21 app that is by David Ortnow again. He is building this little sample app to um, see, to show all the progress that .NET MAUI is making. Um, but there, I think WinUI has something that is not implemented, what .NET MAUI is already using. So, you know, suddenly you have this blank screen, um, which is not great. I think it's the content view, so something that is very... Um, uh, very much used, I would say. Um, 
so yeah, Visual Studio 2022 with the Android emulator, that's probably your best bet. But all these things together combined doesn't make the whole experience very joyful, which is, you know, to be expected with a preview. But I can also see that people are not really, um, yeah, uh, digging into it yet and and getting all the latest bits. Uh, but Mark, like the getting started bits, I think that actually became much easier if you want to dig in, because before you would have to hook up some private NuGet feed uh, to get the packages in. And right now you only have to add something to the CS project, I think, and everything will magically start to work. Indeed, yeah. So before Maui was a separate NuGet package, now it comes pre-packaged in the .NET in the latest preview. So you will also have to install the latest.NET 6 preview, which can also be something that you might not want to install on your productive machine, though you can actually quite easily switch between those environments. Uh, not always that easy possible. But starting back to Maui, so if you've got your CS project, you can just add a few angle brackets and then say, use Maui, make it true. And uh, then you're off to the races. And that's how you can, yeah, uh, use the uh, Maui workload now in your uh, CS projects, quite straightforward, if you ask me. And I think uh, in the future, uh, this is also not yet possible right now. You will then also have a, the possibility to probably have some nice UI wizards that will tell you how to set up a project where you don't really care anymore about the underpinnings. And if it is a NuGet package, or if it's just some flag you're setting in the CS project. But as you said, Gerald, a lot of things are moving, a lot of moving parts, a lot of different teams working on these things. Um, for me, it's just like really nice to see how these things come together. And also, I might have missed a few very cool features that were put into Xamarin Forms because over the last few years, they were just cranking out those updates. It's crazy. And with Maui, I get a, a nice one glance, at a glance overview what is coming. And every month I get an update in all the nice features that may have already been there in Xamarin Forms, now in a different, slightly different way how to implement them. Um, that's that's really nice for me. So I I get that some people are maybe a bit frustrated right now that Maui isn't here yet. I mean, it's going to be released in autumn. And whenever you touch the some dev bits, uh, yeah, they, they can always explode at any time. I think there's never ever any warranty on those things. I mean, I know it from my own projects when you have the dev environments and some people want to grab them. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sometimes very considerate to whom I give the keys to the dev environment because some people, they, they can't handle the instability of the dev environment. But I think it's really cool that we can uh, join along and see, and see these things and also having this uh, sample application that we can try out, even though there are some rough edges along the way. So yeah, I'm... I'm full for this thing. So you mentioned it before. So Visual Studio 2022, the best experience. And I think on the Mac, we're still waiting for Visual Studio 2022, which should come in a total new UI overhaul. Is that a thing? Steve? Yeah, as far as I know, Gerald mentioned it already as well. Um, as far as I know, that whole Mac, Visual Studio for Mac thing is getting a, a revamp. And for now, it's just plodding away in a terminal and hoping that you don't make typos or that you actually read all the things it tells you to type. Um, like with the .NET MAUI check, I kind of glanced over some things. Um, but that's that's a whole different whole different tangent. Um, but you also mentioned, you, you mentioned just now, Mark, the, the whole 
it's out in the open for all to see. There is actually a roadmap status page kind of thing on GitHub. Um, and I've been browsing through that and it basically says these are the features that we're looking for or looking to make um, their status. Are they done? Are they pending? Are they being done? Um, or were they never even there to begin with? And scrolling through that, I came across a few things as, as a UI enthusiast. One is called Borders Everywhere. That is something mm. that makes me very happy. Corner radius everywhere. Like I, I see flashbacks to Pancake View and hopefully not even needing to, to make a Maui version at this point. I know I sound like a lazy developer, but <laughs> you so are. far I'm liking this. The only thing missing is shadows everywhere. That that's but shadows. Oh, uh, I think shadows, shadows is, still is horrible. Such a hard problem to solve. That is horrible. Um, yeah. So for for the listeners who don't know what Pancake View is, it's a lovely library by our well known colleague Stephen. Um, He's who, lazy you know, from time who, to time. Lazy from time to time. Who, <laughs> um, uh, which is a control that that mostly added indeed rounded corners where you can round the corners individually, uh, basically on on everything that you wrapped inside of that pancake view, um, and also did some things with shadows and borders. So that was kind of the three things that uh, it did really well. Uh, But now most of it, except for the shadows, then, you know, if they pull this off, except for the shadows, everything is in there. Um, so that would be really, really cool. Yeah, that status page is is a lovely thing. It has this lovely overview, and basically, like like Stephen already said, it has every control on there with every property, basically. Um, and whenever they converted one of the properties, it will it will switch to a little check mark. They do that, of course, manually. Um, and there you can see the exact status of all the things that are implemented without having to look at the code. So that is really cool. Um, now for preview six, I think the roadmap was updated a little bit. They were planning to have everything done for um, preview six and only do bug fixes for uh, preview seven, eight, uh, nine. And then we're up about november so then we really need to get done um but for um, preview 7 there are still now some controls that need to be done but they're planning to to have everything then feature complete and from then on really do and stabilizing so you can definitely follow that along on the the status page um and also like i said the roadmap it's not like you know it, i i think the roadmap will be more extensive later on but for now it just gives you a global overview of um, where they are and what is coming up next basically so um, yeah, actually, actually talking about like you know, do we want to start building apps today and digging in? Uh, Javier, I will I will definitely add that one to uh, the links as well. Javier on the .NET Maui team um, is putting together some samples on how you can um, transition your effects, your behaviors, your custom renderers, um, how to create custom handlers because handlers is like the hot new. Um, architecture that that is hip and happening with .NET Maui apps right now. Um, he has a repository with all these samples that will help you get started with that. And I'm going to turn every single one of that into a video. Um, so be uh, on the lookout for that as well. But I actually tried to, um, um, because one of the things that you can do is add a forms compatibility package um, which is, again, you just have to do the use Maui in your CSProj. Um, and then you add a certain namespace um, and you register your custom renderer. Yes, I'm saying custom renderer. You can just use your custom renderer that is in Xamarin Forms right now without too much change in 
.NET MAUI. So that should make the transition uh, much easier as well. And it, it worked. It just worked. I mean, it was a simple example, but it just worked. Having all that said, Mark, when are you going to start turning over all your apps to .NET MAUI? When are you going to start? You're going to start right after this episode, right after this recording. Of course, right after this episode. Until I, I think right now it's, it might be still a bit early. Uh, I mean, the there is another update planned for August. When I look at the list, I still think it's a ton of features that will be coming that I'll be looking forward to, uh, including the frame, which includes the shadow right now. So yeah, I might still hold, hold off until that comes to shadow. And then I start, no. So I think right now, um, it's a bit, I think it's quite early still for, for my taste to start doing any production apps. If you look at the status page, which we mentioned before, we will drop it into the show notes for sure. Maybe everything is there that you need to make your next app and you can write a Maui app and look how it goes. I don't know how good the tooling will be to make uh, app store ready builds that you can ship, but uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I might still be holding off at least until preview seven until I start some serious tinkering. How about yourselves? I will hold off as well. I, I actually have an app I want to convert, but I'm, I'm like still struggling to get that app to the store at least. So let's get an, an actual Xamarin Forms version out and then we can look at upgrading maybe. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so uh, definitely I, I don't maintain any app right now, but uh, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm looking at the samples for Javier, trying some things out left and right, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of coming back to what I mentioned earlier. The tooling is not really helping right now. So um, also because, you know, uh, together with looking at it myself, I also want to create videos and it's not really a nice demo if I have to start all the things from a command line and do all these little tricks and hacks. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of more waiting for the tooling to catch up, if I'm being, being honest, uh, than anything else. So, But then I said, Gerald, you said Visual Studio 2022 and the Android emulator, that should work, which it does. But I have this problem. So if anyone knows the solution, I've never used this setup basically because I'm always on a Mac. Um, the Android emulator is so slow. It's so slow. Um, and I don't really know what to do about it. So if anyone has the answer to that, please reach out at nullpointers.io. Please, please, please just tell me how to fix it. On Windows? On Windows. Are you, are you running the Hyper-V or the... I don't know. I don't know. We should follow up. We should <laughs> fix this. I'll, I'll write you on Twitter. Yes, please do that. Out. Yes, DMs, the are, DMs open. are open, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so we'll Alternatively, you could buy a device and mirror that with Pfizer. I I have one and I could do that. I haven't thought of that for some reason. I could definitely do that. Thank you, Stephen. Problem solved. And with that, I think we're all wrapped up on this episode because, you know, all my problems are solved now. I'm going to write Maui apps. Um, thank you so much for listening. We've been your hosts, Gerald Schloes, Mark Alibone, and Stephen Davison. Have you already catched up with the latest .NET Maui bits? And what is your experience? Have you already turned your library into a .NET Maui library? Or have you turned your application into a .NET Maui application? We're curious to know. Please reach out at nullpointers.io. Our DMs are open because that is what Mark would say. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Stay safe. And until next week on Nullpointers. Pointers.